happy anniversary, Riley. Happy anniversary, Dennis. One year. Well, it's been fifty-two weeks, which means it's yeah. A year, it's a year next week, but who cares? Whatever. We'll, we'll celebrate it early. Uh, well, also fittingly, um, you're saying your mum's today, where you were when we recorded the first episode. There's a beautiful level of historical symmetry to it because I am back at my mum's. I do apologise for the the somewhat scratchy mic. I'm on a lav mic here, one of those little ones that you see in the news when they like clip it on clip it on the on the lapel. Um, so it could never released. be as bad as that that episode we recorded in Germany by the river that was just never released except for patrons. Patrons only for the hidden lost river episode. Yeah, you can go and pay five dollars a month to get access to, <laughs> to that. Well, awful. you get. I mean, you get. You get. I mean, Patreon.com slash um, have a list of this. You do get the episode early. You get the episode uncut with all of us sticking around before and after. Mm. And yes, the one worst audio quality episode ever. If you're in the mood for some some real auditory punishment but no dennis look it's nice it's it, it's it's good to be it's good to be coming back full circle here we've got megan in the bed next to me desperately attempting to Whoa. not make noise halt well. after dark sorry i'm not in the bed the bed is next to me megan is in the bed oh. <laughs> we recorded one episode where i just lay down didn't we in a hotel room one of the first Scrammy River episodes? Yeah, way, way back when and then there was one where you were laying on my spare my spare bedroom bed in glasgow in Glasgow, yeah, holding it, holding an SM58 up to your up to your gob. So that was good. We've so, jeez, oh, we've had some good been, times, Dennis. It's been one year, Riley, and I like mm-hmm. to think of that as a podcast season, right? So this is the finale of season s- one. Yeah, season one of Halt. Yes. Yeah. And much like we used to have a Magic the Gathering advice podcast, and now mm. we have a podcast what in which two dudes talk. Mm. Mm. What's next season going to be? True crime. You know what? There aren't many of those. There aren't many true Yeah, I think there's a gap in the market for people investigating a cold case from 15 years ago. I really feel like... With... The problem with that one, Dennis, is it does sound like a lot of work, a lot of research. So, But seeing as you're suggesting it, I imagine you're happy to pick up that research. You were listening to this podcast? No, it's not any research. Just wild disregard for the victims. Try call some of their family members, get some hot takes, you know what I mean? Harass some police officers, all the hits. All right. Sounds right up both your and I, Ali. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, season two of Have a Listen to This, uh, the True Crime crime Podcast. I did always want, I think I told you about this, I did always want to write a sitcom. I guess it wouldn't necessarily be a sitcom, but a TV show that changed genre every season. Yeah, there's a so, little bit of that with stuff like Archer, but that just changes setting yeah, wildly. But yeah, yeah I know what I'd you love mean, like yeah. I'd love like season one to be like Friends or Seinfeld or Happy Mother or whatever, right? Yeah. And then in the finale of season one, one of them is murdered, and then season two is Law and Order SVU or whatever. You right. Know what so I mean? a full or true, true Detective. Yeah, yes. I would love that. Actually, that that would be really good viewing. Yeah. Now would, it's yeah. horrific from a sales perspective. How do you possibly retain an audience? You just gotta have really, <laughs> because you lose really, really everybody who likes comedies and doesn't like detective shows, well, just, and they're just, never gonna detective. They're never gonna watch season two because season one was a comedy. Like it's a mess. No, there'll, there'll be people who come along, and you just gotta have really, really good characters and like overarching hooks that keep. I, I'd watch it. It sounds great. I I would. I, I always on. I, I wish a show like that existed. Uh, speaking of shows, Riley, you and I are both avid video gamers. We do love. I do love a video game. I do love a video game. Have Dennis. you been? Have you been watching The Last of Us? No, because that's not a video game, Dennis. That's what's known as a television program. And um, yes. even if you plug a controller into your TV while that show is on, you can't well, make Joel. My mum says that. My mum says that still counts. So. Well, I don't know. I didn't. I, I don't think you can get any achievements watching The Last of Us on the television. Yeah, I so. definitely get. A, I definitely got a sense of it. Sense of achievement watching it. No, but yeah, I, but I, did, I assume you haven't. Did you have a little thing pop it? up? No, no, no. I, I haven't, and I probably won't. Why? You liked the game, didn't you? 
I liked the game, and the game was pretty much a TV show. And I don't know. Mm, I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, it, it takes a lot for me to get over the hill in terms of watching any TV show. Um, so I, I don't know. I just can't say I'm interested. In, it's like I know there's a lot. Of, I want to make it very clear. Like I'm not worried about it having gone woke or anything like that. I don't care about that. That's fine. But, well, that won't happen. To, that won't happen until season two, anyway. So <laughs> all oh, the stuff no, people no. complained about with the Last of Us Part Two. No, oh, no, sorry, was, I did see this. There, there I did was see the whole this, thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw a huge amount of controversy because Nick Offerman was playing a gay man, um, and there was a character a, a who was very, also gay in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and they made it a bit more overt in this. From what I understand, in the TV show, they made that relationship a little bit more. Um, I don't know, center stage. It's is, pre- present, yeah. It's fine, whatever. But um, that's not the reason that I am not watching the TV show. It's just like I don't know. I don't really. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's very entertaining. Lots of people are talking about it. It's probably really good. But um, it's really good. Yeah, it actually yeah. is really good. Um, okay. I would I would I would earnestly recommend it. Yeah, um, but Dennis, you also earnestly you you also earnestly recommended. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to, I don't hate to bring it up. I very very much <laughs> I love to bring it up. You very earnestly recommended Deathloop to me, and uh, so when we hear about Dennis not having watched the the last half of the season of The Last of Us, well, we'll know. Game of the year, game of the year award winner, Deathloop, Riley. Yeah, yeah, game of the year at least for the first half of it. The second half, well, who can say? Who can say? Lost to the sands of time. Ancient yeah. knowledge that we will never reclaim. Burned up in the yeah, second half of the game was in the Library of Alexandria, I'm afraid. We'll never know what happens. We'll never know, yeah. Riley, I want to talk to you about sleep. Oh, okay. I thought the bit was going to be about the, the Last of Us, but no, okay. No, that was just because we are talking about TV. Oh, right. Uh, okay. I, want talk, I, want talk, I want to talk to you about sleep. <laughs> That's so, old bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, go Switch on. gears. Something happened to me the other day and this is something I think you and I have talked about before mm. um, where I started talking in my sleep oh dude yeah, yeah. but and so what happened I'll give you the I'll give you the story from my perspective mm. so from my perspective I go to sleep on Tuesday night I wake up on Wednesday morning at 8am or whatever and mm. Nikki turns to me and goes hey and I was like hey and she's like are you okay and I was like yeah why and she goes because of last night and I was like, what, what What do you mean? Yeah. So I had zero memory. What had happened was I'd started like mumbling a little bit in my sleep. And then Nikki sat up, grabbed me by the shoulders and was like violently shaking me to try to get me to wake up. Yeah. And apparently I sit upright and I start yelling. Oh, gee. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. In Croatian. Oh no! Oh, for her, this is a, just a, this is a waking nightmare. Oh my goodness, what are you saying? So, oh, I don't know. Well, no one will ever know. No one will ever know. Lost to the sands of time. No one will ever know. Uh, Nikki, so Nikki was like, I've never been more convinced that truly your first language actually is Croatian. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what you were speaking, and and then I, I eventually, I, I I I told her. Apparently, I said I felt like I was drowning, and that did ring a bell. I did remember telling Nikki I felt like I was drowning, and I did remember having a dream where I was drowning. But bro, I had an I had a night terror. But you were drowning off the coast of off the coast of Noim, so you had to scream. To in the Adriatic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. But yeah, but in know, Croatian as well. That's full on, dude. Holy moly! I mean, I'm no stranger to sleep talking because Megan. He glared at Megan. I, hear, I heard you turn. This, I heard the side eye. Megan Real chatty loves catty. to have a chat. Megan loves to have a chat. 
So a very common occurrence with me and Megan is, so she'll go to bed a bit early, especially if she's got work early in the morning, and I'll come and join her after a couple of hours. And she will get so cross with me for disrupting her, right, as I get into bed. Like, she, she won't even wake up properly, but she's like, mm. oh, oh, stop making, oh, can you just settle down? Like, like, I was scratching my foot the other night, right, as I got into bed, and she's like, you're, you're, making, so much, you're making so much noise, can you just lie down? I was like, oh, oh, oh geez, okay. Um, but then in the morning, she's like, good morning, how did you sleep? I'm like, oh, yeah, good, fine. <laughs> okay, you all right? She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, you absolutely, like, you, you blew shit through me last night as I came to bed. She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, okay, well... This is between me and sleep mode Megan, who is a apparently completely different person. Megan gets severed yeah, you got, you when get, she goes you got to sleep. A Jekyll and Hyde situation. She, yeah. What did you say? She gets severed, like as in she's in the in the from the TV oh, show like from severance. severance. Yeah. I thought, and this might be a combination of the internet connection at your mom's and mm. the lav mic. I thought you said Megan can see when she goes to sleep, and I was like, Riley, if she can't hear you right now, you need to club her over the head immediately. <laughs> she is a skinwalker. Yes. What are you talking about? Run, she can see run, when she goes. run for your life. No, um, but Megan and I will have chats. Like she will start, she'll roll over and but start she, talking about something. But is she hearing you and replying? Yes, dude. Yes. Yes. And using information she only got from your response. Like there's a dialogue, mm. a real back and forth. Mm, no, no, I can't say that. So she'll say something nonsensical and I'll be like, oh, okay. And then what happened? And then she'll continue on that. It's, like, it's like when I talk to the cat. Yeah. It's, it's. It's not so much a dialogue. Like she won't disagree with me or anything like that. Yeah, or, that's yeah, what I'm no. trying to figure out. Is is she talking and you're like, mm-hmm, yes, and or are you like back and forth? No, it's much more of a yes and then what. But but here's something that's really interesting that Megan brought up with me one time because she claims that I talk in my sleep. Now, Megan claims a lot of things. She says that I'm a very forgetful person, which just isn't true. I don't remember a single instant of me forgetting something. But she claims that I talk in my sleep. So I wonder. Do Sleep Megan and Sleep Riley ever just have a bit of a chat? That's quite scary to think about. Like if we recorded, if we if we put a, a camera and a microphone pointed at a bed, how many nights would it be before the two of us just end up having a conversation that neither of us remember? Now, see, that I think happens all the time. Yeah. Because sleep and wake are not a binary continuum. Yeah, no, right? definitely not. Yeah. There are definitely parts of you, like... Even when you get up and like go take a piss in the middle of the night, right? There's definitely information getting put into your brain that does not get written to memory there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but you're also conscious enough while you're doing that to be like, don't wake up properly, don't wake up properly, don't turn a light yeah, on because yeah. you'll lose your sleep juice. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a there's a phrase that in Croatia. I'm not sure if I ever told you about this for losing your sleep juice. Um, Something about little say, death. Uh, no, that's no, the that's an French orgasm. Refer- orgasm. Yeah, that's the orgasm <laughs> in French. <yeah. laughs> Um, you say um, you razbiti uh, san, which means to shatter your consciousness. Oh, geez, yeah, you have told me that. It's very, that's very full on and brutal, visceral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but- and that happens. My, my mom will do that. So my mom is a real follow who listens to the podcast now. By the way, hi, mom. And Hello. then you know, we'll do the thing that people do to us. We're like, oh my god, you're, like, do you remember that time we talked about this? And I was like, nope. Don't remember anything. Speaking of being forgetful, I, I don't remember anything. That talks, I, I, I was asleep ever. at the time. I was recording the podcast while asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but she will fall asleep on the couch, chronic mm. couch sleeper. Yep. And then we'll try to maintain that half asleep state, but, but to get up to bed, right? And I can tell you, Dennis, would you like one guess as to who else does this? I'll give you a hint. She's Megan. in the room with me right now. Yes. So mm. Megan will fall asleep while we're watching something. And then we'll try yep. really hard to get to bed without waking up properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So one of the things my mom does is she has this notion for some reason that if she speaks, that'll break the whole thing. Oh, that's what shatters the consciousness. Okay. Yeah. So she'll be trying to communicate to my father, for example, did you turn the heating off or will you check the kettle or whatever, like, you know, (laughs) end of night things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, exactly. Two words, like baseball signals. She's like, no, no, no. And, she's, and I'm like, the frustration you're experiencing by trying to talk is definitely waking you up more than actually just saying the words would. There's no way yeah. this is a more relaxing experience. Definitely not. No, no, no. Do you, so what about, so you, you're having a dream, right? You're having a dream about drowning. And that's what triggered you remembering. Mm. Like, it's funny you were saying like, you can, there are different there's a spectrum of being like a certain amount of awake and then when you heard something that reminded you obviously you were awake enough at that point to remember it later on right but yeah it was like memento i'd look down at my arm and it said john g tried to drain you and i was like ah hang on ah, a second he yeah. did yeah that's right how so how much of your dreams do you normally remember uh not a lot yeah unless uh-huh. they are like very generally very little if I talk about them shortly after waking up, then it becomes a waking memory, I guess. And would you like to guess who does that almost all the time? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. You won't believe this dream I had. So does, does Megan get mad at you for things Dream Riley does? Because Sleep Riley is one thing. Dream Riley is even further removed from your responsibility, I would say. We had, funnily enough, Megan and I had a conversation about this, I think, about a week ago. Because I woke up one morning after... An actual, what I'm going to call an actual nightmare, right? Because I woke up from a dream in which Megan broke up broke up with me, right? And like really in a very nasty way. And it was so bad that I actually called her. She was on her way to work. She had an early shift. I called her and I was like, hey, I've just had this terrible dream and I feel really bad. And she was like, give me some, offered some reassurance and, you know, whatever. And I was saying how nasty mm-hmm. dream Megan was. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Her Megan. reassurance is like, I know I dumped you, but... um." But you deserved it, actually. So I'd feel rest assured that I did the right thing. <laughs> and it wasn't. She took, she took the side of Dream Megan. No, but she apologized for the conduct of Dream Megan, which sounds ridiculous because she's not Dream Megan. She doesn't have to apologize for it. But we then, because Dream Riley isn't much nicer to Megan, apparently. So I was saying to her, maybe we mm. need a trial separation with our dream counterparts. Like maybe the next time I have a dream about Megan, I'll say, listen, hey, it's not working for me and we can break up. And then I, then we can be single in the dream world and not have to deal with these partners who are like all over the place and like breaking up with us or cheating on us or being horrible. Well, here's the thing. The weird part is that like <clears throat> dream Megan interacts with sleeping Riley and dream Riley interacts with sleeping Megan. Mm. Maybe dream Riley and dream Megan are a perfect match. I think they deserve each other, Dennis. They're both awful. They, but they can never access each other. Uh, so we need that Inception machine. Maybe they're, maybe it's like an antimatter-matter thing. We need the, No, no, we need the Inception machine. I mean, I'd love that. I, you tell me you, you wouldn't want MMO dreams? Yeah, absolutely. No, that, I, like, there's, a, there's a really sweet Calvin and Hobbes strip that is about the two of them going to bed and talking about how much they'll miss each other. And then they're like, oh, well, let's just have a dream and we'll meet each other in it, right? And it's quite sweet and touching. And then I just realized that if I were to apply that to me and Megan, it would result in our dream selves, who are apparently horrible people, meeting up with each other. But that'd be great to set them off on their own course and let them cause havoc and destruction in the dream world. Get to get out of their system. You get to live your lives as normal waking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we're on something here. I love that. I'm like, maybe we're on something. Maybe I will invent dream multiplayer games. Yes. If only the, the, the reason I haven't done it so far yet is I wasn't sure it was a good idea. There's no other limitations. Yeah, no, no, none whatsoever. Maybe now we can make Inception come true at last that we've actually, we've gone through all the pros and cons, Dennis, and we've figured out that, no, no, it is something that should happen. I don't remember my dreams most of the time. I don't remember most of them. I, and, and. I don't me regret that. When someone when someone tells me about a dream they've had, it's kind of like them telling me about a holiday. 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Yes, sir. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yes, okay. But I wasn't there. So, I was just, but, but I was there as, a, as dream me as well. So The joke I've heard there is someone, it's like someone showing you holiday photos. If someone's not screwing and I'm not in them, I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. 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 It's more or less exactly the same, except when, I, when someone's screwing in the dreams, it's often someone who shouldn't be doing it as far as Megan's concerned. And so then I... I have to apologize for yes. Dream Riley's conduct. Yeah. Aside from nightmares and stuff, though, Riley, I want to know. I want to know how you sleep, and I, I don't mean in like a like a how do you live with yourself kind of way, but how do you physically actually sleep? Well, what I normally do is I get into bed and I close my eyes and I just kind of wait, and then okay, that's it. Okay. I never get sick of that joke. I, I told that joke on this podcast months ago right months ago i never get sick of that joke you know who else doesn't get sick of that joke megan every morning same joke she loves it laughs and laughs i i would i would wager she feels a little differently about no, that no, no, but no, no, no. she loves it um come on so how do you mean like do i, I sleep on my side is that what you're asking me too yes me too yeah. uh, i sleep on usually okay. do you face towards or away from megan uh to begin with towards and then at some point i roll over and um, i lie on my other side because I can't actually sleep while I'm spooning it but and usually that's, that's when dream Riley and dream Megan come out <laughs> yeah <laughs> when our backs to each other um but I sleep in a, I sleep on a slight, slight diagonal as well um uh when this this came about because we used to sleep in a double bed like an actual double right and I'm too big for a double like I just don't fit on a double bed it, like I'm too tall for it um, and so I used to have kind of tuck my legs underneath Megan's because she's a bit shorter than me. Mm-hmm. But now we sleep in a king size bed. There's no such need for that. T- but Dennis, I haven't forgotten my roots. I don't. Oh. I haven't forgotten. You know, I'm still Jenny from the block. You know? Oh, righty, no king size. I'm so sorry. My condolences. Mm. I assume that's because that's just what was in the property when you guys moved in, right? Oh, we didn't get a king size bed, Dennis. I'm not. I'm not made of money. No, no. We. It's the. Um, it's. It was. We in a furnished rental, so oh, it was just. In the, it was in the room. Oh, that's uh, slumming it because we. Well, we we actually we have a super king, so I can't imagine what your plight is like. A super you know, king. So you and you it and Nikki, hard, you, know? you and Nikki, <laughs> you and Nikki sleep in different like postcodes, different electoral districts. Oh yeah, no, I, I lie down and I and like I turn to my wife and I go, "Honey, I love you. Good night." And she goes, "What?" Yes, exactly. And that's basically you, how you every it. every every evening goes at our home. You get her return uh, answer by express post in three to five business days. Yeah. Yeah, dearest wife. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's very big. Um, we're quite far away from each other. Um, now she'll correct me when she listens to this podcast. It might actually well, it might actually be a super king, but it's it's the certainly the biggest bed, bed I've ever slept. How in. big is a super king? Because like a king size is basically two meters square, right? Like it's as wide as it is tall, essentially. It's a pretty it's a it's a pretty square bed as well, to be honest. So if yeah. I Google and look at a diagram here, so there's immediately there's two conflicting diagrams instantly, right off the bat. Okay, good. So yep. one says a king is six 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 by five across, and then this says a super king is six six by six across. Okay, well actually I don't that looks what... right because this other one says the same: two hundred by one fifty, two hundred by one eighty. So a super king is narrower than a king. No, it's it's wider and the same height. It's just wider. No, no. But okay, I'm looking at dimensions here that say that a king size is 198 by 203. I'm using actual metric measurements. And a super king is 183 by 213. So you take the, you, you get an extra 10 centimeters in length, but lose a little bit in width. I, I have I have, I have, have 200 by 150 and then 200 by 180. This is, okay. Well, we clearly need a regulatory body for mattress sizes because mattress makers are absolutely taking the piss with this sort of stuff. No wonder you can't find a sheet that fits. Yeah. Now you have a Lux King. There's a California King as well, which is a different size. Again, this is two. This is a racket. 
It's ridiculous. On the flag, it specifically says California Republic, and now you're telling me there's a California king? Yeah, right. The California monarchy abolishes California monarchy, built on, built on. A, uh, a, a, I was about to say a, um, a throne of lies, but I guess it would be an extremely comfortable throne, actually, wouldn't it? Very, very comfortable throne of a very, very soft and lies covered in ill-fitting sheets. That is the worst part of having a king-size bed. You can never figure out how to put the sheets on. Because it's not perfectly square. Oh, you have to establish base camp at the bottom left corner and and, and send out a, a forward expedition to get to the other side. Like it's a nightmare. Yeah, and so often they're holding the map upside down, and you end up with the with you know the, the, the sheet doesn't fit at all, and then the duna's got to go in the duna cover the wrong the right way, and if you get that wrong, it's a whole thing to pull it out. And like it's just it, we're not going to we're going to get a queen. We're not we're going to Dennis going well. I was going to say go back to the roots. We're not going back to the double because it didn't fit the double. But we're we're going to get a queen when we buy. <laughs> I think that's a reasonable thing to do. It's not you spend a third of your life on it, not something to skimp on. A lot of people though they talk about how like the joys of having not only separate beds but separate bedrooms could you imagine sleeping in a separate bedroom to nikki i sleep really poorly when nikki's not here so no <laughs> uh, no i don't sleep that badly in hotels but if i'm if i'm at home and nikki is left like she's gone away she's going to visit her parents and i sleep really quite poorly oh, that's quite sweet so probably not yeah that's quite sweet would you ever sleep in a separate bedroom you, or, or could you do like tim burton and Helen Bonham Carter have different houses just next door to each other i don't know about that that seems like a lot Geez, Dennis must be nice to be thinking about buying two houses. I can't. I don't even have one. Okay, I'm I'm talking in like an ideal world here. No, I don't think so. Having said that, it would it would remove the issue of me coming to bed and having Megan be very cross with me for the, having the temerity to get into my own bed when I want to go to sleep. So eh, swings and roundabouts. It'd be good parts. It'd be bad parts. How dare you? The audacity. Yeah. yeah exactly right. Oh dear. Anyway, we're back at mum's, so we're, we're back on a queen bed, and it's actually been quite agreeable, except for one thing, Dennis. Can I tell you this? It is, mm-hmm. and you're going to love this. You're going to love talking to me about this. Can I tell you? You you will be rubbing your hands with glee. Yeah, oh it boy, is, here we go. Dennis. So cold. It is so cold. Shut <laughs> up! No, it isn't, bro. How? What's the temperature right there, there right now? What do you think it is? What do you think it is for me to be complaining that it's cold? Eighteen degrees. Okay, try eight. Oh, it's eleven here, so maybe that eight is pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, it is actually freezing cold. It got to Dennis. It got to. It's in the middle of summer as well today. This is this is summer. Like, what are we paying our taxes for? I don't understand this at all. So we got on the plane at, at the Sunshine Coast Airport. It was thirty-four degrees and so humid we could have swum out across the tarmac to the plane, right? And we got off in Melbourne and it is raining, and sixteen. And so, like, the rest of Australia gives Victoria shit for its bad weather. And as a Victorian, I'd always been like, oh, it's not that bad. Now that I've lived in Queensland for nearly a year. Oh my goodness, I take it all back. <laughs> like it is so cold here and it remind like it's just not supposed to be cold. Like I can I can de- like cold in the winter, I say I can deal with it. I can't deal with it, but I'll I'll complain about it less slightly because that's when it's supposed to be cold. It is February. It's supposed to be the hottest month of the year and today it was 15. Well, you mentioned what are you paying your taxes for? Why, you know, why don't you lobby your local your local member of parliament to shovel some more kangaroo pelts into the furnace and like turn the, get the weather machine spinning up? Well, that's the problem. I mean, you know, there's all these bloody greens in the parliament now, and they're wanting to stop climate change. It's unbelievable. Like, come on, let's let's get let's get some more carbon dioxide in the air if it's going to be 15 degrees in a, on a on a, fr- on a, on a in February, Dennis. I, I thought, I thought um, you were going to say on a Friday. What does that have to do with it? On a Friday. I mean, it can't be called a Friday. It's against the law. Um, it's because I looked at my phone and it's Friday, the 3rd of February. And I was like, yeah, I'll say that date. And I meant to say February, but it is Friday. Anyway, um, what's the coldest you've ever been? The coldest? Uh, see, it's different. Like, there's, there's obviously a very objective measure of cold. 
But a lot of that has to do with like how prepared you are. And I don't just mean like what kind of clothes you're wearing and stuff like that. I'm also if you were expecting it to be cold. Because I remember one time I was in Denver for a GP back when I used to travel for events. And it was like five feet of snow. Like more snow than I've ever seen in my entire life. And that was pretty cold. But I was like, there's five feet of snow outside. It's pretty cold. I am certain there are times I've gotten up to get the bus in the morning when I was younger and gone to get, you know, sitting at the bus stop and I didn't bring my jacket or whatever, where it's been objectively probably like 10 degrees warmer, but that, but it, and it was eight or whatever, but it felt freezing. Yeah, because you weren't prepared for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because whenever it gets exactly. really cold here in Australia, like the country just shuts down. Like if there's a snowflake on the train tracks, all the trains are cancelled throughout the entire country, you know. Because we're just not prepared for Art it. Art is the same, but it also shuts down if things get over 25 degrees. Very narrow, temp- very narrow sort of temperate climate yeah, we got, are, we're got, willing to run with you here. You've got prima donna trains. You've got trains that have, that have been, had it too easy for too long by the sounds of things. Yeah, exactly. Slacking off. But I do. I like when it's, when it's really cold. There's a wonderful clarity in the air. Like you mentioned earlier, how it was super hot and humid. You felt like you could swim. The exact opposite is true when you get to like two degrees. There's a wonderful clarity. Yeah, the clarity is I hate this and I want to be warmer. And you can't think about anything else. That is the only clear thought that you can have in your head. Yes, I agree. I disagree. I think heat is a much more urgent emotion than cold. What's okay? So my friend, I was chatting with my friend Hugo. He lives in he lives in Quebec City in Quebec, right? Dennis, it's going to be minus 50 for him this week. It's so cold that even the Canadian government sent out a warning. This is, can, this is the Canadian government, or the Quebec government probably. They sent out a warning being like... Extra- Did you say minus 50? Minus 50 Celsius, right? There's no way that's right. What? Yep. Apparently minus minus 38, right? With wind chill of minus Oh, yeah, it's 50. minus 23. It's minus 23 there right now. Yeah, yeah. So overnight, minus thirty-eight. What are they talking like, about? I have so many questions about this, right? Because I like I've been to Canada and I've been there when it's been like minus fifteen, and that was just awful. That was like it was hell. It was hell, right? It was. Does it not just stop mattering though? That's what I asked him because I said like there is a like you get to thirty degrees, like cool, that's warm. You get to forty, you're like who boy? Now it's you get to fifty, it's like all right, well this that's hot. now we're just yeah. like, but you notice the increments, right? Once it gets to a certain level of cold, it's just mm-hmm. freezing, right? Like it doesn't, like what's the difference between minus 30, minus 50? Hugo's response was, well, when it gets to minus 50, you feel like you can't breathe. Dennis, why are there people living in Canada? That's ridiculous. I looked up because I thought that was, was going to be colder than the coldest temperature ever recorded. It's not. The coldest temperature ever is in Vostok, Antarctica, 1983, 89 degrees. Minus, uh, not, not plus. Sorry, I when I said that, I meant like... <laughs> my- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's not, it's not, it's not a broiled piece of beef. It's minus eighty nine degrees. Um, but like, yeah, when I said when I said I thought it was, cold, I didn't think Quebec was going to be setting the world record. I thought, what, if you'd asked me ten minutes ago what I thought the record coldest time ever was, I probably would have said minus thirty. Yeah, no, no, no. Regularly in Canada, it'll be colder than that. But my question is this, right? Okay, Canada obviously has an indigenous population that has lived there for thousands and thousands of years they have come they've adapted they have learnt to live with the cold live in the cold right they've got thousands of years of of history and culture that he's living in a frozen frigid arctic tundra environment right when white Mm -hmm. settlers turned up from europe what made them say hmm seems like a good place to stop one way ticket mate but like couldn't go back couldn't go back so they're just like oh now I live on the Hudson Bay now I'm going to freeze everywhere this is before central heating 
Like, what are they doing? How'd they live? Yeah, but they yeah, yeah, but, but they can't travel. You can't just keep hiking west and hope it gets better. I mean, we know now that when you get to Vancouver, yes, it will get better, but they didn't know that. Hike south, Dennis. Go south. Go to Florida. What are you doing, mate? Like, I understand there's, like, beavers and stuff. You want to get pelts yeah. and sell them to the Hudson Bay Company. Fair enough, mate. But in the summer, like that, just go. Go south in the winter, mate. Who? Maybe they arrived in shop. summer. Maybe they arrived in summer, built all their houses. And Built like, all oh, their too, houses. Too which was under like, ugh. <laughs> Should have checked the weather forecast. Oh, no, it's the 17th century. We don't have those things. Like, I just, I don't. But then again, I'm at the opposite end of the spectrum. Because I get people being like, how can you live when it's 40 degrees? I'm like, that's oh, fine. You get used to it. And I talk to Hugo and I'm like, that's ridiculous. You... No. If I... But 40 degrees, 40... I'm, okay, I'm not trying to, I'm not being all brave and tough on everything. Like 40 degrees is hot. It's hot, right? But it's not that. Like it's, it's just, you deal with it. Like it's okay, right? You deal with it. And then I get. I have been in 40 degree weather multiple times in my life. Vegas, baby. I have never been in negative 30 degree no, weather. No. And I mean, you, you and I have been to Vegas together and. I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's warm, certainly. 38 degrees out in the sun, blazing hot. Vegas is a very bad example because you're not you're not outside really. For yeah, very much of it. I suppose that's true. You're never actually out in it really, are you? Yeah. Okay. But when I was in Japan or when I go to Mostar in, in Bosnia and it's much yeah. further inland and it gets to like 49, 51. Yeah, it's that's rough. Warm. That's really warm. <laughs> but I, I don't think about that in the same level of intensity that I think about like minus 40, minus. Like, because that, that for me is uninhabitable. That for me, like when Hugo says to me, it's so cold that you feel like you can't breathe. For me, I'm like, well, I'm just not going to go in this place anymore. I'm not just not going to be here. Never get so hot you can't breathe. I'm just going to say that. That's not true. When it's very humid, I feel like I can't breathe. Oh, well, humidity is a different factor altogether. And who oh boy, is it humid up in Queensland? People warned us about it. You don't, it's like the frog in a pot analogy, which obviously isn't true, but um, you know, the boiling, boiling a frog slowly and it won't notice. The humidity kind of snuck up on us a little bit because that- by mid January, it's really humid. And then when you come down here and to a place where it's not humid, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. I've been basically breathing atmosphere that's 50% water for the last however many months. So is it going to be rough when you go back? Do you think you lose it that quickly? I don't. It doesn't bother me too much. I don't mind the humidity. Megan does not deal well with the humidity. It, it, she, she. No, I don't either. I don't blame her. Yeah. And and when mum, mum came up and visited us last week, as I said, and, and she was, she was struggling with it a little bit, but that's all right. We went out a swim and, and it was fine. And, cooled off a little bit but yeah humidity i do understand people not liking it. it's not nice like you have to change t-shirts a couple of times during the day and yeah it's um it can get very sticky swampy marshy boggy kind of it's unpleasant I, I get that but i don't know i just don't like the coldest day i think i've ever been was when i was in canada living in toronto and it was as i say minus 15 outside um and i just couldn't i couldn't mm-hmm. deal with it like i just couldn't it just shut me down like, so if it's very humid and it's very, very warm, I would often describe that as feeling like living in a soup, right? But you're telling yeah. me that you would rather live in like a chicken noodle soup than in a cold soup. Uh, yeah, I don't I just... Mm, Megan was trying to argue with me that it's, that it's biological. That like uh, me like and my ancestors have lived in Australia long enough that I've, I've evolved. And obviously that's not the right word, but like I've become acclimatized to it in a way that is like sort of biological almost, which obviously is nonsense, right? I mean... I don't think that's true because I'm genealogically from a very hot yeah. country. But you don't you don't enjoy the hot weather. And I hate it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, there's nothing to that. No. All right, well. So I think it's a lot more of how you were raised. Yeah. But and, and actually this further further strengthens my point. 
Megan coming down here to Melbourne or coming down here to, here to Victoria, Megan complained about the cold today. Whereas when we lived in Glasgow, if it was 15 degrees, she'd be out in her shorts, in the sun, loving life. But now that, you know, she's an honorary Australian. Yeah, people can get used to yeah, anything, yeah. man. Now she's not, well, she doesn't get used to the heat. She's she's done, she's like an Irish train now. Too cold, can't deal with it. Too hot, can't deal with it. She's turned into this, she's got this very narrow band, of like 22 and, and partly cloudy and she's sweet, you know. Any hotter, ooh. Any colder, ooh, no. Room temperature, but outdoors, basically cool. Yeah, very, 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 very flexible of her. Yeah. <laughs> Megan wants the whole world to just be one big room. The whole world is my room. Okay, well. I don't I don't know if I, I I mean everybody likes that I think the nicest weather I ever experienced was one time I was in LA that time we were hanging out actually we were at the, the DreamHack mm. I remember walking out and just being like oh my god I can't tell where my skin ends and the air around me begins I looked at my phone it was like sure enough it was like 21 degrees 20% humidity or whatever just like textbook weather condition and it was a and I was and I, for, right then I was like I understand why people live here. It was beautiful. Yeah, and my favorite my favorite my favorite part about that was the evenings as well, right? And you get that in Queensland, it doesn't get cold overnight, mm. so you can just sit out right as the sun goes down and enjoy it going from twenty five degrees to twenty two degrees, and it is just mm, it's so good. And it's like that in California as well. It just doesn't get cold overnight, or at least in LA, I don't know about other places. San Francisco is a bit chilly, I know, but no. Um, yeah, amazing. Love it. Love, love the. I mean, this to, to long, long-term consumers of Riley content, you'll be baffled and amazed to hear. Riley likes warm weather. Who, who knew? Yeah, pardon the pun. It is a very, co- it is a very cold take that Riley likes warm weather. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.